Welcome, everybody, to No BS Podcast with Brian and Susan. Hooray, we are back. It's 2022. It's a new year. Yes, it is. I'm Brian Kluger, of course, and joined by the hostess with the mostest, the person who I've been to multiple weddings with, Susan (laughs) Stevens. What's up? Hey, yeah, it's been a while, but glad we are able to do this today. Yes, episode 34 of No BS Podcast. We're so happy to be here. It's a little cold in Dallas. It's a little sunny in Dallas. It's 2022. Uh, COVID yeah. is still around. <laughs> still, yeah. Stronger than ever. No, no. It's, it's, it's just probably back to like what it was last year, maybe. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, we have such a fun, sweet show today. Uh, of course, we have our blind watch, which is the different kind of blind watch where we gift each other a movie that we've seen, but the other hasn't seen. Um, and this one was excellent. Uh, we have our honorable mentions. Our main topic today is weddings. Uh, but first, we have some bachelor and bachelorette business to discuss, and there's a lot to discuss. So let's just jump in with last season of Bachelorette. Michelle's season has ended. Uh, she picked her her guy. Um, it was kind of a crazy season. But when is the Bachelor and Bachelorette not batshit insane? You know, uh, I would actually say that Michelle's season was one of the more tame season, though, because like hers, she actually got a little criticized for being a boring season to me. Oh, I mean, she is boring, but I think oh. the guys weren't boring. <laughs> She was boring. I mean, she's she's I, I don't want to call her boring. I think the problem with her is that she's she no, it's not a problem. She's awesome. She's a really cool person, but her personality doesn't necessarily, I think, like shine through the television. She's very soft spoken. She's also she's a smart girl. She would eliminate drama right away which was great is awesome that she eliminated it right away, but she also, you know, that took away, she didn't, and she was so well composed. Like if you just take the scene where, when she didn't feel like seen that one group date where she just felt so like, I don't, they're not paying attention to me. That literally happened in Claire's season, but they both had different reactions. Claire goes in there and like yells at the guys and is like, you don't need to fight for me. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Whereas like Michelle uh, is this just smart, well-composed, mature woman who goes in there and is like, you know, I just want to tell you guys how I feel. This is what I felt. Even when she talks to Nate, who she was like, you know, most disappointed and she didn't even say it. She's like, I'm not saying that I'm telling you this is anything that you did. I'm just saying this is my feet. This is how I feel because of how strongly I feel about you. This is why this affected me this way, which is such a like, God, I'm like, oh, I hope to handle conflict like you because you're so well-spoken and, you know, she has a point. But I mean, yeah, her season was probably one of the lowest rated seasons too because it just did not spark much excitement, sadly. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. It was uh, it was just kind of a bore. Um, I mean, there were elements of like idiot guys for sure. And I like Michelle. It just yeah. there wasn't it's it actually that last season seemed way too overproduced and canned. 
you know, such as the scene where the parents come home and find them in the hot tub. Oh, that and was just, terrible. Oh, it, God. And it felt like there were too many uh, sequences of like a date where they go and like a stupid fucking band is playing and it's awkward and yeah. it's just them two dancing. Well, that that happens every season. The band thing. <laughs> right. No, normal. I know it does, but it seemed like it happened like almost every episode last season. And it just was like, oh, God, what's happening? There's not much to do here. Um, and then, you know, she kind of chose somebody that nobody liked. So I don't know. <laughs> well, OK, so I know you definitely didn't like Nate. I I don't know. I, I guess I I didn't think he was that bad. Like I actually, you know, they they are still together. Obviously, that doesn't mean anything right now. It's still early, but they had a. I don't know. I mean, why did you like him so much? Like, I, I, I don't and I guess I don't get the hate like from so a lot of people women i guess have no problem with him i feel like uh, but a lot of like guys just seem to think that he's or guys i've talked to seem to think that he's you know shady but at the same time I'm like oh my god like i would never have picked brandon ever yeah i i mean i wouldn't have picked brandon either i mean he i mean he was a sweet dude he is super young yeah, I he feel feels like, like a she kid. led him on because I don't think he she was ever going to pick him, even though it seemed right. Uh, I wish she would have gone with the firefighter, and I can't remember his name. Rodney um, was friend zone though. Rodney, he was yeah, he put himself in the friend zone. He put himself. He's he's going to be guilty of that. Hopefully, in paradise, he doesn't do that because he is a very friend zone person. The other, I wanted Joe. I liked Joe. I and, and I just think that she picked Nate uh because he was good looking and hot because allegedly she said she was never picked first or asked out or anything through her entire life so she finally got the chance to do something and she went the physical route because there didn't seem to be a lot up there however when they talked about it he's a completely different person off camera than he is on camera maybe he was really shy and timid on camera and like very like straight laced, but off camera, he might be a different person. Maybe that's the case, but uh, you know, if they're still together, they're still together. Wish them the best. Hopefully they yeah, fine. Um, but yeah, it was, it was not a great season. It was just kind of boring, but. It, it, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, that's, that's what, yeah, that's what I thought. That's. Yeah. Uh, overall, it wasn't the most exciting season, but I am happy she found love and like her and Nate are currently still together. Um, obviously we never know what's going to happen. Is this going to be what happened with Katie and Blake, or is it going to be her, her final decision is really reminiscent of Jojo Fletcher and uh, uh, Jordan Rogers. When she picked him, everyone thought he didn't show much depth. He was just a hot pick. He was her first impression rose and nobody thought they were going to last, but they've been together. I mean, they were supposed to get married in 2020 and now it's, I think this year they're supposed to finally get married. I mean, they're doing really well. So that was actually when I admit I was wrong. So that's ever since I was wrong about that, I feel very hesitant. I'm like, we'll see. I'm always just like, we'll see. So of course I hope for the best and, you know, congratulations to them. And they gave them like $200,000. They've never done that. They gave them a $200,000 check for them to put a deposit down on the, on a house or sorry, a down payment on a house, which I was like, okay, let's, if they buy this house, that's, that's good stuff. No, that is, uh, that is, that, that is cool. I'm glad they did that. Um, 
I guess we'll see, you know, you never mm-hmm. can tell about any of this because so many people break up, only a couple stay together. And that leads us into who broke up from Bachelor in Paradise, right? Which, yep. you know, you seem like they seem like a really tight couple, but, you know, I'm you shocked. never know. You know, I, the couple is... you think that would not stay together is still together. <laughs> exactly. I am just, I had to put this because I am so shocked that we got, Let's just say this last season of Paradise had the most couples come out of it. First, you had three um, engaged couples, which were Riley and Marissa, Joe and Serena, Mar- uh, Mari and Kenny engaged. But then you had extra couples like Becca and Thomas, Noah and Abigail, um, Alana and Chris. So you had like six, possibly even, I don't know what the deal was, Piper and Brendan, but let's not even acknowledge them. But uh yeah, so you had all these, and I, I've probably even said it on the show, if I were to put money on anyone lasting, I thought it was going to be Marissa and Riley, because I thought they were so, they didn't have any drama that season. They, they, they went on one date, and they were it. Like, there was no question of anybody else. They were just, they seemed so good. She sucked his toe. Like, I mean... <laughs> It was, it was so like, it, I mean, it just seemed like it was a done deal. So to find out, like literally after Christmas, uh, there was speculation already like that because she took down a lot of photos of them together and then she was not wearing a ring anymore. So people, it's not that hard to figure it out. Right. Uh, they were posting every Sunday morning and then suddenly they stopped. So it was really weird. Um, and they so just, they're not their son. She wasn't the Sunday morning anymore. She was not the Sunday morning anymore. So sad. Uh, they officially put a joint statement out like yesterday or two days ago. One of those saying how they've gone their separate ways. And there's been hints that just said, uh, it sounds like she said, you can't, change someone who doesn't see the potential in them. And he's like, you have to learn to walk away when someone's not right. I don't know why they're not right for each other. I thought they were, but it's sad. It's really sad. I thought they were so cute. Yeah, no, I, you wanted them to want them to last together, even though in what they said, but you know, maybe it's, it's such a weird show and like a weird predicament because it's not natural you know it's just like there's cameras everywhere you're kind of being told what to do and then over the course of four weeks to six weeks you're supposed to fall in love and marry somebody and it's just that's not natural so no when it is when it works out it's crazy it's amazing but uh usually it doesn't so um riley marissa wish you the best in your future endeavors Hopefully there's lots of toe sucking going on. Oh man. Poor I just things. can't about it. I'm just trying to think like, Oh man. Uh, uh, like on a first date suck toes. I mean, yeah. I'm well, that wasn't the first it, date. That wasn't the first date. But wasn't the, the first, first date. date but... they, the first date, they just had sex. So that was... right. Right. <laughs> Which no shame, no shame. I don't want to like, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to diss anyone for that because they got, she got a lot of, they got a lot of heat for that. And I was like, you know what? Out in the real world, people do that. And that's, no, that's prerogative. perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah. I just said like, yeah, that's awesome. Keep, keep right. it up. Right. Um, the, um, I am curious now that because I thought Riley and Marissa were the strongest out of all of them. And I was clearly very wrong. Of the couples who are left from paradise, the five others that I've mentioned, who would you bet money is going to last is the one to last. Thomas and what's her name? You think Thomas and Becca? Yeah. I feel Why? like that's the, that's the deal. Uh, that's Thomas, interesting. I think 
it seemed like Thomas was being genuine at the end that he really loved her. And I think yeah. they're going to be together. They seem like a good fit, which is really weird because everybody hates Thomas, but not it's anymore. Like- and I would think a uh, uh, grocery store guy and Serena, uh, I just don't know if Serena is all there, but maybe she is. I don't know. I, between those two, for sure. Okay, interesting. You, I would worry about Joe and Serena still just because they're not living together and they still have the distance, but they mm-hmm. still see each other. The other couples I mentioned, they're all practically like together, like glued at the hip. I think you have a really fair guess with Thomas and Becca because I, I, it seems like he's moved in with her. Like, yeah, I, I, so, and you're right. I think he is all in for yeah. her. Yeah. So. So there that is with them, uh, mm-hmm. which brings us up to the new season of The Bachelor with Clayton. Um, we've got a new host with Jesse Palmer. We've got new girls. Clayton, yeah. of course, is uh, it's an interesting choice, but I guess just everybody liked him when he was with kids, which was weird. And I, yeah, I don't know about that. It's, it's fine. The choice is fine, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's a hot, tall, ripped, chiseled dude, you know, like, I mean, if you're into that, (laughs) I mean, that's like what I mean, yeah, if you're into that, what are you talking about? This is a bachelor. This is I know, I know. They're not going to pick somebody like me. (laughs) No, I think, well, you know, the the statement is honestly, that's actually the, the backlash. People wanted Rodney and they feel like maybe they didn't pick Rodney because he doesn't look like Clayton and not not talk just physique physique and so no that's exactly what it is and so i think they went with him and then the 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 fact that all the kids loved him i just Mm -hmm. i think they immediately like okay he's the next bachelor whatever yeah um he is also kind of boring right now so yeah he uh, is yes but the women at least in the first three episodes you know they're making it so trashy a couple of them are that it's super fun to watch it is well fun to watch First, I want to ask before we get into the women, how do you first, what do you think of Jesse Palmer as a host? He is 100,000% more relaxed, charming than the previous two contestants. Like when he's on screen, as opposed to the last two, the last two uh, hosts. You're talking about Tasha and Caitlin? Yes, they were okay. robotic. And there we go. Here is this. And when Jesse comes out, I mean, he's got planned lines, but he just seems like, oh, he's so natural. Like, I feel comfortable listening to him and he's comfortable with talking with people and stuff like that. So he's a much better host than Tasha and uh, Caitlin, for sure. In my okay. opinion, like, I okay. think he's just doing such a, a better job at it. He seems more comfortable on TV and it shows. You do make a good point with that. I, I would absolutely agree with that he's way more comfortable as a host. And that's probably because he's he does do it for the Food Network. He does like the Holiday Baking Championship. And I think he does other stuff for them. So he's actually a natural host. You are right. He uh, he. I never thought about it, but I do feel very comfortable. I don't have that cringe when he talks at right. all because he is very natural as a host. The only thing I hope the show does is highlight him more. Because I think he's forgettable. And I don't think that's his fault. He just hasn't been given much to work with. We haven't seen very much of those moments that Chris Harrison had where 
he's really like asking the question to get to know the bachelor or give him advice. He hasn't been the guidance yet that we've seen with uh, Chris, but it doesn't mean it won't come. Um, we just need those moments to happen. So it, obviously there's a lot to the season, so it can come later, but I'm, I'm okay with him. I'm just not like, but you're, but for this fact that he's more relaxed, yes, I will take him. Right. Um, so, yeah. And it's, and it's funny. The only thing you remember him by for these first three episodes of, you know, like five minutes of screen time is him saying there are no rules. Yeah. Yeah. He does <laughs> say that. He actually also looked super concerned when Clayton said he wanted to, to give take the, back rose. the rose. Yeah. You're just like, he was Whoa. like, he was like, what? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> line, line, line. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> it's just like, I was like, uh, okay, it's not that big of a deal. But um, okay. And then how do you think Clayton is as a bachelor so far? I know you've only seen, have you only seen Matt as bachelor besides Clayton? Correct. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, both are, you know, and I think besides Katie, Thurston, I think most of the bachelors or bachelorettes are just kind of very straight and narrow. And it's the same thing every time I'm looking for my person. I, I hear what you're saying. You know, there's not a lot of personality behind a lot of them because oh, I think Tasha had a lot of personality. Tasha had, yeah, I forgot about Tasha. Tasha yeah. had a lot of personality, but and I mean, so did Claire, but she was crazy. Um, but uh I think Clayton so far, I mean, he's doing a good job there. I mean, he's definitely into making out and kissing, which is just so disgusting. So but, how much? Yeah. It, but I mean, he's just, I mean, he's kind of there. He's kind of like a hot body. And then other than that, there's not a lot of personality that has come out yet. So, yeah. and there might be, but it seems like, I mean, all these reality shows, especially the bachelor and bachelorette are so canned that they're yeah. constantly being told by, you know, a crew of 20 in the background of what to do. And here's how you go about this, that it just seems like they're always in character rather than because they're trying to get those clips and stuff like that for TV within like, OK, we're filming 12 hours today, 14 hours today, and we have, you know, 90 minutes to show TV. So they have to get that in. So it comes across as like, OK, he's the straight laced guy and then you have the 30 bachelors or bachelorettes or girls or guys causing the drama so clayton's doing fine so far there's a lot of kissing a lot of making out uh that's how i think he's doing so far he's whatever he is he's average right now to me um i would say i would actually say he's below average right now for me oh. um but i've also seen a whole lot of bachelors uh he right. He is, he has not, so unfortunately for him, he had a big strike against him with that Sally thing that happened uh, right out the gate in that first episode where the engaged girl oh, goes yeah, to him yeah. and he goes and tries to give her a rose. I thought that said a lot about who he is at this time, as far as thinking about his relationships, like any, most people who are ready to get married would know that that's a girl who needs to go home, not a girl that I need to beg to stay. She is not ready. She was engaged like before this. Also, why was she applying for this show while she was engaged? No, like, these it are was things. A, it was a dick are, move. I mean, these on, are on her you, part. Well, yeah, but it was also. So immediately when I saw him do that, I 
I think he's really nice, too nice, but also how much of him is falling for a pretty girl because Sally is pretty. She's this like very stereotypical hot blonde. And I don't know, like if that, if you can see that situation hear what she, I mean, there's so many red flags coming out of her mouth as she's speaking. She also doesn't seem like she wants to be there. So, and the process hasn't even started. You haven't even met the other woman. That should be a clear indication. Like you need to go. I don't need to waste my time with you. And so when he went and got a rose for her, like I just was so disappointed in him. And then on top of that, the Cassidy thing, I mean, I know he rectifies it this last episode, but still it makes me question his decisions, his decisions. Yeah. So with, with the girl who he gave the rose to before he met any of the women, I'm just trying to put myself in his shoes and He's of course nervous. He's a, it's his first time doing anything, he, and he wants to come off. He's he's super nice. He's a good guy, and I think in that moment he sees this like alleged woman who's breaking down and on the verge of a meltdown and sad and whatnot, and he just wants to do the right thing. So in his head is like, oh, give her a rose, you know, like make her feel good. It's like if you want to be here, I want you here. And I think that's probably what went through his head, not thinking about everything else other than this woman sitting in front of him crying her eyes out, even though it was full of shit. And so, yeah, I think in that moment, I think he did what he thought was right. If he Mm -hmm. took the time to go out of the room and think about it, I think he would have had a different decision. But I think in that moment, you know, being his first time doing any of this and so nervous, like, oh, I gotta, I gotta be the good guy. I can't just send her home. You know, like this sucks. I think he did what he thought he would do. And then I think in relation to that, it shows like what a, what a good guy he can be and that this girl kind of fucked him over. Uh, So again, I think he is probably too nice. That's going to be his downfall is that he's so he's going, he is a really nice guy. That is, that could be his problem. Like he lets, he ignores red flags, Yeah, but I don't know. It was a, it was a very like shocking, crazy move. Like, I just don't know how, I would like to think even you, like most people, because I'm also thinking of past bachelors that have been good. Like uh, he reminded, you know, you didn't see this season, but it reminded me very much of a Peter Weber who made horrible decisions and he was so nice and he fell for the victim card all the time. And that was his downfall. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, not to say that I'm not the, I'm not, I'm still hopeful for Clayton, but currently that was not, you add that. And then the fact that maybe it's partly he's just trying to keep up a good image on TV, being careful with what he's saying. Not that he's not, again, I think he's genuine. I think he's genuinely a good dude, but I am a little worried. Like he's not showing a whole lot of depth yet and it is early. Maybe we'll get there. We will get yeah, there. Yeah, It is early. And I think, you know, with the whole situation, because the biggest, you know, b- bad people in the house right now um, are definitely uh, was Sally and then Cassidy and Shanae and Shanae is just insane. And I'm sure yeah. she's like the queen Victoria because clearly in this last episode, Shanae put on an act and then was laughing yeah. at the camera. Like, Oh my God, he bought it. And I got him. I got, yeah, him. I got him. And it's just yeah. like, Oh man. And then they cut to him on a one-on-one date with another girl that I really like. And 
I was just like, oh, this poor Clayton guy. And it just, it's just like, oh man, you like, that's what you have to deal with, with these shows. And in, as it's canned, as we've said before, they're drawing it out to the next episode between uh, Shanae and Cassidy to like, they're going to hash it out. One person's going home. One person is going to get Shanae a and Cassidy? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. No, Cassidy already left. Cassidy I mean, was maybe, the, Elizabeth is what you're thinking. Probably. Elizabeth. Yes. Cassidy yeah. went home. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cassidy he said, went home. which I gave him props for that because the, the thing I got annoyed about Cassidy was I was surprised he gave her a group date rose after that. Uh, Hillary Duff date with the um, the house building because she didn't do anything. She she didn't do her responsibility of like she was supposed to build that like that house with uh, Gabby or whatever. They're supposed to build that house for the birthday party. She grabs a cake, drops it after that one Genevieve girl had like worked on it. And Clayton seemed to be okay with the fact that she just didn't do anything and just like made out with him all day. And 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 I thought. that yeah. was not cool too. That was the other thing. That was a poor decision because I'm like, I get it. I, I understand. Bachelors are torn between, well, she's fighting for time with me. She cares more about me than the thing. But at the same time, doesn't that show you that she's also like maybe trying to avoid responsibility? Maybe she's not taking it as seriously as the other girls. Like, I, I don't know. I was just shocked he gave her a group date rose for it. Well, I think because at the time he was like, oh, she really likes me. She's coming on to me. You know, she really wants to be with me. But then like she would do that. But then she would say how much she hates the guy after that. And I was like to the whole house. Right. Was that? No, no, no. You're mixing it up. Oh, I'm mixing it up. (laughs) You're going back to night one. That was that one girl he sent home who said he hated her or whatever. He didn't even kiss her. And then uh, then he sent her home before like the first ceremony. Cassidy was the one who, yeah, she groped him, like whatever, all over him, making out, not doing her responsibility, dropped a cake. And he just liked that she was, but then like you found out she has a side piece waiting for her. Right, right, and then, right. And then that girl lets him know, which he feels betrayed because, yeah, he thinks that Cassidy's like all about him. And it's just a competition and stuff so, to her. So Right. So now the new drama is between, I guess, Elizabeth and Shanae. And Shanae, yeah. you know, so, you know, if I was told by multiple girls that Shanae is being the victim at that moment, and then you talk with the others and they say something different, I would like immediately go to the whole group and it's like, hey, guys. Yeah. Is Shanae telling the truth and see right. how many hands go up, you know? Right. He needs to talk to the whole house and see what's going on. But I actually give him grace for the Shanae situation. That's the one that I do understand because he's only seeing her. Like, she's not in a group setting. She's not acting suspicious. Yeah. And to his face, she's acting like the victim. So, I, I, you know, he can't see everything. But right. the Cassidy thing, that bothers me because it goes back to the Sally thing. How much it... It makes me wonder if his decisions are about physical stuff. Like Cassidy's all, she was pretty. She was all over him making out. She gave him, he gave him her the group date rose. Like, I just hope he's seeing more. It's more about depth. I mean, I was happy he gave Teddy that one girl, the, the first impression rose. So that was right. 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 So I just want to make sure he's not falling into the trap of victims and hot chicks. That's what I, that is why I say what's going on with your decisions but he did send Cassidy home after he caught her in the lie. He didn't that I respected that. 
And I'm even giving him grace for Shanae because he, from what he has seen, I'm not surprised he's kept her from what he has seen. Yeah. Because she's not weird in a group, in a group date, in a group setting, she acts perfectly fine. Uh, but then that poor, my God, Shanae's insane. She's the worst of them all. The way she makes fun of um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth's ADHD. Elizabeth hasn't even done anything to her. She, yeah. She's, it, and then no, to it's go, crazy. To go and tell people, then she she threw somebody else under the bus. That Lindsay girl, apparently, she told Clayton that Lindsay is a bully too. I'm like, you are not a. These girls are not bullies. <laughs> like yeah. you're the bully. No, it's it's crazy. It's insane. It's it's ridiculous. But I I can't wait to see what happens next. I hope I hope for the sake of everybody, Shanae goes home. But it doesn't look. It might be next week. It might be the week after. But can we talk about the people we do like? Yeah. Yeah. Who are the people you like? So right now, my top two are uh, Gabby and Sierra. Really? Really? I am shocked. I don't know what it is about Gabby that I just cannot stand her. <laughs> really? Oh. She is like, I, I hate to say it. Okay. I have to look up who Sierra is. And, and, uh, I, and I like Hunter as well. What about Susie? Uh, first, S- Susie. First date. Oh, Susie's all right so far. The the wedding the wedding videographer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I like her too, but I think uh, Sierra, Gabby, and Hunter so Sierra. far. I have to see who Sierra is. I don't know which one she is. Sierra. She's from Dallas. Is she? She's not the one that um, that told Clayton about the girl. Sierra Jackson. Oh, so this, yeah, I think that's the girl that she's the one who told uh, Clayton about um, Cassidy, right? I think so. Uh, she's fine. She's. I don't see much of a romantic connection or anything like. But she's she's a fine person. Yeah. Uh, Hunter was fine. I was surprised they didn't dive more, like they didn't show more of Hunter and Clayton after um, after her reveal, because her reveal was really a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really, yeah, Gabby just, I don't know. I, I feel really bad saying this, but I just, right now, she's not showing. I don't, she comes off like a little, like, Ditsy, I feel so mean. I think she's that. just silly right now, but yeah, she's I don't just know. Silly. Um, so who, who are the picks for you? Because you're usually right about all this stuff. So, so I loved Susie Night One because okay. my thing that I look for, I'm a big question asker. So the thing I look for is who are the girls that are asking the right questions to the bachelor? She was the like she stood out as someone who was asking him just like how he was things about like him and she was normal. She was so normal and down to earth. Um, and she just seems really cool. I liked her date. She just seems like a very normal person and she's cute and fun. So Susie, I like Serene, I think is her name. She's, she's also a teacher. She was the one in that thing who said like, she was made fun of for being so tiny and she would try to like, so, um, I like her. I think she's gorgeous. I did like Teddy. But I haven't seen like it, it alarms me that we're not seeing more of Teddy. Right. Because for someone who got a first impression rose and to not see this much, it's been of like two days. Yeah. yeah, it makes me think like maybe she's gonna be fading out there. Um 
I did like Hunter, but again, just not knowing enough. But uh, I feel like there's more. There's a lot of girls, honestly, that are great. Right now, the only girl I just don't like that's there is Shanae. To even my thing about, I don't, Gabby's fine. I don't like blame him for giving her that group date rose. Actually, I was happy he gave it to her because I was like, dear God, don't give it to uh, Shanae. But yeah. Yeah. No, I like Gabby uh, and Sierra and uh, I like Susie too. And uh, yeah, so we'll see. It's so it's so early. You never know. It is. Anything can change at this point. There's there's a lot of cool chicks. Um, there are a lot of great women there. Really just the one. I, and I feel bad that Elizabeth is getting dragged down in this whole drama thing because she like, again, I just I don't think she's done anything wrong. But her name is getting like tainted because Sinead keeps bringing her up. Yeah. <laughs> like, and what do you think about Rachel, the flight instructor? Yeah, I was going to actually ask you that too. So she's fine so far. Um, I think I need to get to know her more. What do you think? You no, know, I think she's cool. I just, yeah, okay. I gotta, I gotta get to know her more. The other two that I'm going to mention that are just cool to me. Like we have to mention the Dallas people. So Rihanna, the registered nurse in Dallas, yeah. Uh, don't know much about her, but then Ivana, uh, she's a bar mitzvah dancer, which is hilarious to me. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, that, so that is a thing. So it wasn't a thing in the nineties, uh, or maybe even the early two thousands or eighties or whatever. Uh, cause there was mostly DJs or just like live bands, but nowadays, uh, the bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs that happen are literally like New York nightclubs for adults. Um, so in Dallas, the head uh, the most popular DJ, um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember, but he he's like booked two years in advance and he's like this hip hop DJ MC that's just like uh -huh. brings like a New York club uh, to Dallas basically. And then they hire um, dancers and they're, you know, like they're usually you know, black dancers, hip hop dancers that you would see in a club and they get out there with all the 13 year olds and like get the party going like they're the hype people. And I've, I've, I've witnessed this in person and like they get out there and they're like, where are my fellas at? Where are my ladies at? And they start doing the dances and they make tons of money and it is a thing. So Ivana, that's awesome. Bar mitzvah Is she dancer. still there, Ivana? Or did she already get eliminated? I don't remember, but I just had to bring that up because I thought okay. that was great, though. Yeah, because uh, I think she might have been eliminated like night one. But oh man, what is the hot DJ in Dallas's name? I can't remember. But like he he usually wears like a like an all white suit. He's got like fresh white sneakers that glow, and he's just like he's a big big hip hop. DJ and he 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 gets it. I mean, he sounds like you're at a New York or LA nightclub for 13, like but 13 year olds, you know, and it's just like, wow, it has changed so much since my white DJ with a ponytail was playing yeah. music. Yeah. And it's just, oh man, to be a kid now is so much different than you know in 1994. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say, sadly, both those people are cool, but Rihanna and Ivana were eliminated night one. <laughs> okay, eliminated night one. So the bar mitzvah dancer was gone, but uh, yeah. and, and the Rihanna, the registered nurse. Yeah, unfortunately, but, Rihanna was the one who had a uh, like. She was like, instead of a cowboy, let me, you know, ride me or ride you or something very cringy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, uh, 
look to see what I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of craziness going forward. Oh, I really, do predict oh go ahead. Really quick, just because she had the one-on-one -on -one this week. What are your thoughts on Sarah? Uh Sarah, um, at first I didn't uh know I like it's like, oh, she's kind of timid and shy, but like on this group date, which seemed pretty fun and ridiculous, she seemed to like go with it and have a good time. She was sweet and cordial and come out of her shell a little bit. Uh, I like Sarah. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be the romantic thing or anything, yeah. but it. I like her. I like her as a person. I have nothing against her. Her, you know, she's cool. I didn't see the spark there as much as I saw with like, say his date with Susie or uh -huh. some of the other women he's had like moments with, but obviously again, it's early. Maybe it'll grow. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. And I'm sure in the next, hopefully next week, Shanae will be gone, if not the week after that. Because I'm worried they're going to keep her for the drama. Um, yeah. They kept Queen again, Victoria for a long time. So Yeah. Yeah. I could see her lasting. It. Well, based on the previews, she's probably sticking around maybe the week after. Maybe the week after. So Yeah. So we but will Clayton, see. Oh my God, I can't wait till the women tell all because Clayton's already made some tweets about his reaction to Shanae. And he's like, I didn't know any of this. It's like, I'm watching two different movies. Like I'm shocked. He and he's, he was on a podcast where he talked about this. He's like, I just, I'm mortified like with the way she talked about the ADHD thing. So I really hope he addresses her at the women tell all and says like, you you're a were, horrible bitch. <laughs> like you were wrong for what you did. Like there's like her, cause her thing is so it's even worse than what Cassidy did, like to me. Like, oh no, Cassidy seems like an angel right now. Shanae is right. like totally fucking with him. Like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. acting, I'm, I'm crying the in whole front of thing, him and playing. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I didn't think I was going to cry, but I cried. And like, I was just like, oh my God, you were sadistic it. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. so that is a bachelor and bachelorette. Um, of course, every episode we'll be talking about, uh, bachelor, bachelorette stuff. Uh, stay tuned because there's more drama coming, right? Oh yeah. Uh, as always, most dramatic season yet. Most <laughs> dramatic, like, as they always what, say. As uh, they always say, as they always say. So, uh, yeah. What's up next? Next up, our main event, we're going to be talking about, because of my pick for my gift of a blind wash to you, plus one, which revolved around weddings. I wanted to for us to talk about weddings. So first, what is your favorite part of weddings? I mean, is anybody's real favorite part the ceremony? Not really. I mean, I think everybody's excited when everybody kisses and stuff like that um, and stuff like that. But I think, OK, my favorite parts of a wedding um, yeah. in whole, uh, I like standing up and seeing the bride come down. Um, I always love to, uh, see what the groom picks to walk down to if it's something different. Um, and, uh, I love, um, the, the kiss of course, like kiss. And I like to see how everybody does that. And then I love, I guess at the reception, um, I love, seeing what's on the menu uh food wise and i love getting out there dancing to the favorite songs that i love to dance with uh i guess those are my favorite parts of the wedding very nice about very you nice. so i would say um i love I, I love to see what music the bride's coming down to as well if there's i'm always curious if they picked like 
if it's not just the the basic song, I love that. Um, but also I, I love when the bride walks down the aisle. I I don't think there hasn't been a wedding I've gone to where I didn't get like emotional Um, emotional from the bride walking down like it doesn't matter whose wedding it is there's something about that moment especially after going through it just seeing the bride walk down the aisle and then i try to i see them and i try to look at the groom too because i like to see both it's really hard to see both but i love seeing the groom's face too when the bride walks down um so i love that i do like the vows if the vows are personal and it's something that feels not the generic vows where it sounds like they got him off the internet, but the real like personal stories, like specific things. I actually do like that because it can say a lot about the couple that maybe I don't know. So I do love the vows. Um, I mean, as long as it's not like freaking 10 minutes long, but yeah, like uh, vows. And um, in the reception, I love the food always love. Well, if it's, you know, if it's good food, uh, I really do get excited about wedding food. An open bar is always nice <laughs> to go with it. Um, and I would actually agree with you. I think if um, depending on the crowd, right? Like some weddings, it's just not a dance party. But I, when it is a dance party, it is fun too. Yeah. I, oh, I agree. I like a big dance floor pack the entire time. Yeah. It was really it fun. It was good. It was good. So. It, it, and it's shown in this wedding or in this movie a lot is um, wedding speeches. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was curious, what is, do you have any wedding speeches that you remember from other people's wedding that really stand out to you? My own speech that I gave to my best friend is the best okay. speech. Uh, I, I, oh I, my I, God, I firmly Brian. believe that it, well, it was written about in online and on magazines, my speech at this guy's wedding, because he's kind of okay. famous. Who is uh, this? Uh, my friend, Chris August. He's this is uh, your best friend. I've known him since we were three. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, yeah. So um, we, well, someone else was your best friends. friend. Well, you know, there's Warren. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, there, there is Warren. And yeah, I did give a speech at his wedding, but I get this other speech to Chris. Um, and I mean, we've known each other the longest. We're always there. We know, you know, it all, even though I don't see him as much as I do Warren. Um, but yeah, I, it, it, my speech to him, but yeah, it was written about and I can't believe it, but I, I was going to read it to you and you can see why. Oh my God. Brian's not modest at all, people. He's just like, <laughs> my speech is the best. So well, because most of the speeches that I've heard are not that great. So I try to do something a little different. Uh, but you can be the judge though. Are you, is this are you about to really read it? Like the whole thing? I mean, it's not too long. Okay. It's, got, it's got pretty short, but I don't have to it's read it if you don't want speech? me to. I don't, I mean, that's that, that's I, I guess I'm imagining it's like a five-minute speech. I don't know. I, I mean, if you don't want me to read it, I won't read it. I can just send it to you. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just send it to me? I don't know how long this is. Okay. No, it's not long. It's uh, like a page and a half. It's, it's up to you. It's up to you. It's whatever oh, you no, want. No, no. You, you, uh, okay. So I'll read you the first two paragraphs if you want me to go on. Okay. Why don't you just do that? I'm, okay. I'm worried about if it's long. I don't know. No, no. So, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll read it and uh, you can tell me uh, what you think. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Good evening, everyone. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Brian Kluger. Chris is not only one of my best friends, but has been my friend since we were little children. And tonight I've had the honor and privilege of being in his wedding. We've been together through almost every scenario from playing t-ball on a championship silver bullets team to making magic potions and even holding a seance in our bathroom only to get too scared to which we ran out of the house screaming. I don't think we've ever fully recovered. But Chris has made a ton of friends over the years, and I know it is a very difficult decision for him to make in choosing a best man. Well, he first called his wealthiest friend, and he said no. And then he called his most charismatic friend, and then they said no. Third, he asked his most handsome friend, and they said no as well. And then he finally called me, and I said, Chris, I can't say no to you four times. Oh, <laughs> okay. So that's how it starts. Uh huh. And it goes on from there. I see. But I think, I think the, the part that really made like the articles in the online thing in the magazines for his wedding was, uh, um, what I said, uh, this was my one wish for you both is that each day of your marriage is so much better than the day before in that you can look back on this day, your wedding day, and say with total confidence that this is in fact the worst day of your life. Yeah, you can, <laughs> I guess I don't get it. You, you can look back and say that this is the worst day of your life? I said, my one wish for you both is that each day of your marriage is so much better than the day before oh, it that you okay. can look back on this day, your wedding day, gotcha, and say with complete gotcha. confidence that this is the worst day of your life, which is always okay. happy. So each day gets better than your wedding. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think okay. people took to that and thought that was clever and everybody okay. liked it. So, yeah, that's so yeah, but I didn't go into like, uh, like embarrassing stories about him. I said, like, you know, there's incriminating and amusing stories about him, but I won't do that because first, this place is only rented until 10 p.m. And secondly, Chris is more than capable of embarrassing himself every day. <laughs> so yeah. it, it was stuff like that. So uh, I, and everybody like and people came up to me constantly throughout the wedding the next day. And like that speech was awesome. man. That speech was so good. So I pick my own speech. Thank you. No, no shame there. All right. Okay. I, I have no doubt it was a great speech. I'm just, you know, uh, I cannot like I've done, I don't, I think I've done four wedding speeches. Uh, I think they were good, but I don't want to say my own. <laughs> I definitely don't want to say my own. Um, like you don't have any, so you think all the, all the wedding speeches you've heard though, have not been like, you're just like, eh, you haven't heard a good one. Um, in, in all the wedding speeches I've been to, there's been like maybe a line that was funny, but most of them either go on rambling or there's too many or they, they don't, they're not cohesive or anything like that. And, or they try to really embarrass somebody and I'm not in for that. So I tried to do something that was pretty short and was sweet and also a little funny. All right. That's including my wedding speeches, people. So he hated all of my wedding speeches that people gave. So let me <laughs> preface that by, yes, I fucking hate wedding speeches and no disrespect to anybody out there. I hate speeches equally. <laughs> all right. I am definitely on the opposite end of this. Not that I, um, so I am all about speeches at rehearsal dinners because 
why not? Rehearsal dinner, you're just eating anyways. You're not really holding anything up. You're So we definitely opened the floor for people. So there was a ton of speeches at the rehearsal dinner. Uh, and I've been to another one that was did the same thing. I think I'm seeing that's a trend. We were, we've been to like two of those. But that's fine. I don't mind that at all because, again, I'm just sitting at a table eating anyways. And there's not going to be a dance party or anything like that. At a wedding, I do agree with you. Like, uh Less speeches, the better. I, I would hope people uh, keep it shorter and sweeter. I always told, I think I told the people that we were doing it at ours, keep it under five minutes. You know, it can be shorter than that. Just keep it under five minutes. Because um, I have been to a wedding where somebody went on for like 10 minutes and had multiple pages and it was like, what? Um, but I I think if somebody, I mean, I'm a fan of speeches if it's well done. And I've been to, there's some, they usually don't, they're just like, some just like, I forget. I actually went to one recently, my friend's wedding and she, her father-in-law, oh, actually her sister-in-law gave an awesome speech too. Um, but also the father-in-law did like, uh, I gave a speech there as well. And, but I was really impressed with those two speeches and then um, there was another wedding I went to where I don't feel like I also I usually feel like the best man. Sometimes their speeches are not the best, like the guys like they because you like you said, like, I don't know. They I don't know what it is. Sometimes I feel like I'm not sure what they're going to do. But this one guy gave the best best man speech I've ever heard uh, so far um, at it was Trevor's friends uh, wedding that we went to. And he I did not know he, it was long but it was so thoughtful. I can't even remember everything he said, but he, he was such a thought out like story basically. And ending with um, like, just like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I wish I could remember it. It was so good. Everyone was crying, including the groom. Like he held it together (laughs) until it was done. And we were all just like, Oh my God, that was like, so good. So that's the one that actually stand out to me the most, just because you didn't expect this guy to be that sweet. And I really liked that he wasn't trying, like, I think there was some humor, but he just went very heartfelt and it was good. It wasn't like boring. It was interesting. So yeah. those are, I, I like this. If they're good speeches, I, I like them. I'm happy to hear them. Yeah, I'm not happy to hear them, but I know some people like speeches. I like speeches. <laughs> To each its own. Brian is not a speech fan, so don't don't try to go up there and give yeah. him a speech. Right. Please, please, just just to say thank you, and we're good. <laughs> All right. Well, I I definitely I I enjoy a good one. So, well, okay. On to that. I did. You threw me for a loop because I didn't know how much you didn't like speeches. <laughs> 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 it could have probably. I would have just left that question out. But no, I'm glad you that made for fun uh, uh for fun um there's something different it's a different answer people yeah. uh but okay well going into like movie stuff you know we don't have to go too long into it but do you have any favorite movies that were you know there's a wedding involved oh my god i wrote down so many okay so i'm just gonna go through them um, right. Of course, uh, Love Actually, the first scene when all like the instruments pop up, like that was so cool and well done to All You Need Is Love. Um, Scarface uh, with Al Pacino. Okay. I mean, it doesn't show like a big wedding, but 
the whole wedding party comes out to this backyard and there's a fucking tiger there. Hilarious to me <laughs> with uh, him and Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Clueless. There's a big wedding in Clueless and it's Paul okay. Rudd and yeah. Alicia Silverstone having a good time. Steel Magnolias. Oh my God. The bleeding armadillo cake. You know, slice that ass off. Um, Wet Hot American Summer, the movie with Bradley, there's a wedding in there? Bradley Cooper and Michael Ian Black get married. <laughs> Oh, in that ceremony that. yeah okay, okay. Uh, and of course the godfather the big wedding in the first scene of the godfather uh okay. is fantastic uh jerry Maguire, which is kind of a cringeworthy scene with jerry marrying um what's her name uh and they renee, focus, Zellweger, renee yeah. Zellweger, and they focus on him and he's just not feeling Does it not Cuba look Green. like he's feeling that wedding at all oh that was cringy yeah yeah uh the graduate uh of course at the very end the ending's like banging on the door stop of course yeah. bridesmaids uh great movie wedding uh with uh them singing at the end uh wolf of wall street only because of leonardo caprio dancing at his own wedding okay doing like the worm thing is great uh of course um coming to america with eddie murphy okay. that's two a great, great wedding sequences there <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, that's one of my favorite um endings as far as the weddings the reveal yeah oh yeah really it is like yeah. uh you want to give this up and she goes nah yeah, <laughs> so yeah, funny. yeah. Um, let's see goodfellas of course where they have their small wedding at like their house and then the big ass wedding with all the mafia members and he like she meets like everybody that's the same name which is really funny of course father of the bride uh martin short is so funny uh the birdcage fantastic wedding uh, Muppets take Manhattan. They make a song. Somebody's <laughs> getting married. Okay. Um, the horror movie, Ready or Not. Great wedding. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. And really awkward wedding at the beginning. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice marries Lydia at the end. And it okay. goes crazy. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, when Frankenfurter marries Rocky. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> um, Bride of Chucky when Chucky and Tiffany get married. I'll give and you that of, one. And of course, the most violent wedding of all, everybody died uh, except for one person, Kill Bill Volume 2. They're about to get married and everybody dies. And a true. hail of gunfire, even the organist played by Samuel Jackson. So those are the movies with my That's favorite wedding scenes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so much. Okay, well, I'm going to throw in Ready or Not, because that is that is definitely one, uh, just you mentioning that, because a lot of the other ones I would agree with. Um, my Best Friend's Wedding, uh, such a great movie. Also just really loved, that was the first time I ever watched a movie that at first I couldn't appreciate it, and now I do, where like the lead didn't get the guy. And yep. I was like, what? How is this is so wrong? And now I'm like, nope, so right. Very good. That was when we um, were introduced to Rupert Everett, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know his, I was so young. I didn't understand his character was gay. So yeah. when I first watched it, I thought, oh, so she'll end up with him. <laughs> and I was like, that's who she's with. Good, good. And I'm like, now I look back, I'm like, no. Um, but I actually liked him more than her friend. Like, that's who I I was like, oh, I, I thought he was hotter. Um, but my big fat Greek wedding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Great. So movie. many yeah. similarities to a Persian family, by the way. But yeah, it was <laughs> um love that and just great. Father of the bride. Um 
American wedding. I mean, I'm just a huge fan oh, of the American shit. pies, but that American wedding was wedding. so good. Yes. I love all three movies, but I mean, that one is great too. As Jim and, and Michelle are getting married. It's yeah. Just I love that movie. And I love yeah. Stifler in that movie so much because he that says Stifler's best. Yeah. Yeah. And he says what I think all the time, even with the speech, when he brings everybody out and Jim's like, yeah. why he's like, oh, he just says out that this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I thinking that exact same thing all the time. Yeah. Well, he was saying it because he was going to get a cook a hook up with his yeah. uh, that bridesmaid. That's why. But yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, like, that was he's like, thanks a lot. It. Yeah, thanks a lot, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, get me out of here. Um, so, twenty-seven dresses. I just really, I rewatching it. It's it's fine. It wasn't as it's not as great as when I watched it when I was in college, but I really love twenty-seven dresses still, just because I love James Marsden and I. I that was like the movie I don't know maybe that was like the first movie that I acknowledged like I like to watch the guy's face over like mm-hmm. the bride so I always when I say that like I believe that too and I thought that was cool they acknowledged that um meet the parents you've got a wedding going oh, on yeah. there just That's a great right. movie I forgot about that wait wait did they get married in that movie the no so they got engaged but her sister got right married. right the sister got married it was her like sis- they didn't get married because he the, yeah. the end of the movie was the ring of trust thing yeah yeah and then yeah. he gives her his ring of trust or whatever yeah, and they get correct. engaged um well the wedding planner I okay, love yeah. the wedding planner did you like that movie yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm such a sucker for it. Um, yeah, I just really liked it. I remember really relating to uh, Jennifer Lopez. Um, I love The Wedding Singer. I'm surprised yeah. it wasn't on your list. It was um, not on my list, but yes, that, I love The Wedding Singer too. So good. Recently, Trevor and I rewatched it. It was just on TV and we could not stop. Like we just it started and we were like, yep, we're hooked. Um, <laughs> beginning with even, you know, one of the coolest things, and this actually made my brother, uh, when he saw The Wedding Singer, he wanted his, whoever his bride was to walk down to an instrumental version of Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. Because that's what's playing when she ditches him at the altar. And uh, and he did his his wife now wife uh, that's what she walked down to was don't stop believing instrumental yeah um, but wedding series great wedding crashers I was so surprised you didn't have wedding crashers in there you know what I don't like wedding crashers a whole lot so wow. I didn't I mean the only part that's funny to me is Will Ferrell in that movie okay okay see I really love that movie I will say wedding crashers does get it drags at a certain point but I do like it yeah. Um, three men and a little lady. I don't know if you've seen that one. I, I, I have seen, of course I've seen that one. I like those okay. movies. I love the second movie. I rarely like the sequel more than the original, but I actually love the sequel more. Yeah. Um, because I love how Peter gets married to, um, I forget what her characters, but the, the woman, the mom, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. How they got together. Agreed. Um, and uh i had the proposal on here i just really like that movie and uh yeah i think that's all of them yeah no it was uh it's a it's a good list uh those movies and i always i always like watching weddings and stuff like that so uh in movies so yeah that's uh that's what it is yeah i do too um and then and then it's a uh, favorite TV couple weddings. Is there any favorite TV couples you have that? Oh, 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So at first, for anybody out there listening, uh, wrestling fans out there, I've got to mention the okay. on-screen wedding of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth, one of the most famous weddings ever, uh, because when he lost his retirement match, The Ultimate Warrior, uh, his on-screen partner turned on him and Elizabeth ran in and saved him. But that was a little after their wedding and wedding on screen uh, in the ring. So that was pretty uh-huh. awesome. Uh, so yeah, much of man. So, but other than that, of course, we're both our favorite wedding ever is Jim and Pam in the office. Like it's so good. It took several seasons to get to, and it was done yeah. perfectly. Loved it. Great also, episode. I think the final episode of Shit's Creek when David and Patrick got married was so well done. It's Great. like little baby crows. <laughs> baby. Uh, baby crows. Uh, ben and Leslie in Parks and Rec finally got married. That was super great to see, as well as Andy and, um, uh, oh, what's her name? April. April got married uh, out of the blue at their house, and that was so wonderful. Um, Luke and Lorelai Gilmore finally got married in like the, the year in the life. Their little. Oh, God, I forgot they did. Yeah, yeah, they finally yeah. got married. Um, and then Turk and Carla and Scrubs. Uh, so happy that they got to do that. And then, of course, Game of Thrones, the red wedding scene, which, of course, ended horrifically Terribly. for everybody. Yeah. But uh, the uh, those are the TV ones that I really like. Uh, so I have a lot of similar ones. The Office, I just think it's great. Um, I agree with uh, David and Patrick. And I agree with... Um, the Parks and Rec, especially the the Leslie and Ben one, I really love that. That whole episode was so great and such a such a cute uh, wedding episode. Um, I'm a big my my favorite show of all time is uh, Saved by the Bell, so I have like every like Saved by the Bell thing like the through the college years, and of course I have their TV movie. Uh, which was their wedding. And I used to watch that wedding episode, like especially just the wedding scene over and over again. Like there's like a montage that goes on of like their whole relationship of Zach and Kelly. And so I, uh, I love that wedding. I think they're like my favorite TV couple. Um, and Chuck and Blair from Gossip Girl was really happy when they got married. Uh, I know Brian's like, what is all this? <laughs> Seth and Summer from the OC. I really yeah. like them. I'm, I'm waiting for one life. that you haven't mentioned yet. So I'm trying to think TV wise what I'm remembering here. Uh, oh, uh, Monica and Chandler from Friends. I no, definitely, not that one. well, for me, I'm just, I know you are, they, but I, I have to acknowledge them. I love that. That's a great episode. Too. Um, there's one you haven't mentioned, I don't think. Okay. Uh, well, I said the Your favorite like 90s show. Say by the Bell? No, the other one. My favorite 90s show. I thought it's Say by the Bell. Uh, the other favorite Boy 90- Meets World? Oh my god, yeah, you're right. I completely forgot about that. Corey yes. and Topanga, you didn't mention them? Absolutely. You always mention them every episode. <laughs> Well, I didn't write it down. So, yes, you're right. Corey and Topanga. Absolutely. That episode, though, I will admit, I mean, I love that them getting married, but I remember uh, there was so much. It was like a lot of it was a challenge for them to get to the wedding because they, you know, Corey and Topanga, I think, broke up more than Ross and Rachel. Just FYI, they broke up a lot. Okay. Um, okay. But I was really happy when they got together because, yes, they are a 
wonderful couple too. Um, actually, if I'm throwing one more in, they didn't get married, but I was also speaking on TGIF, but I love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. The series <laughs> ended, uh, which is kind of like shitty what happened, but the series ended with her um, kind of being a runaway bride. Uh, for I mean, she, she wasn't like, she's at the altar and she, she knows it's not right with the guy, which I did not like her with this guy, Aaron, because I always liked her with Harvey. And, uh, and they finally like brought him back in the final season, helping her out. And it turned out he was her match and he's there right when she leaves the chapel, he's there and she runs into his arms and I was so happy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, there's so many great moments in weddings and movies and TV and I'm glad we did this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a lot. It's a lot, I know. But uh, yeah, I guess we can finally get into the actual movie that inspired all this. Plus one on Hulu. Uh, Brian, what did you or did you want to talk tell about it first? No, you do. Well, because this was your gift to me, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, for those who haven't seen this movie, it was to me, it's a hidden gem on Hulu. It's a Hulu original film. It's just it stars uh, Jack Quaid, who is the son of uh, Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. And, he and totally he's the new hotness it. right now. He's in the boys. He, he's a new. He's everybody Scream. wants him right now. Yeah. And he's in Scream. He's in Scream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's really good in the boys, too. Um, but. Someone says for a second, I was like, was he in a, because we watched um, the invincible or invincible. And I kept, it reminded me so much of the boys. And I was like, wait, no, he's not an invincible. That's Steven Yen. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. I just, that they have a lot of similarities. Um, And then it also stars. So the film also stars Maya. I forgive me if I say this wrong. Ear skinny, ear skinny. Yeah. From Uh, pen 15. From pen 15. Yeah. So these two are like best friends and they both have issues where basically she just got dumped by a guy that she was in a relationship with. And he is that like, he is the guy who finds something wrong with every girl he dates and because his parents were divorced and he just wants to find this perfect, unrealistic match. So he almost sabotages his own relationships because he's just, He's so scared that his relationships are going to work out. Like I have a friend who's literally him and it was just so like, I I could relate to it because I felt like I was like, ah, I was like, oh my God, this is you. Um, So I know that guys like that exist, obviously, but it's also, it's such a like, oh, oh, well, going on to the back to the plot of it. So they, they have like a crap ton of weddings they have to go to between the two of them and they decide they don't want to go alone. So they just decide that they'll be each other's plus one to get through this wedding season. And naturally as any rom-com, they start to grow romantic feelings for each other. But I promise you, this is not as cliche as it sounds. There's a lot more originality to it than you'd think uh, just in the humor alone. But Brian, what did you think? So going into it, you know, I was like, okay, this is plus one. I mean, I like Jack Quaid and I really like, uh, what's her name from pen 15 a lot. So I was, I was going to like, okay, Susan likes this. It's, you know, in her wheelhouse, we'll see how it stacks up with the other ones. And like within like the first 10 minutes, I was like, fuck yes, this movie. Cause she's amazing. And he's amazing. And yeah. by the end, I was like, it, it definitely exceeded my expectations, but my expectations were already kind of higher than normal but it exceeded those two and i just like genuinely loved it like it is a sweet fantastic super funny raunchy uh, raunchy movie in the fact of its dialogue not like toilet 
physical comedy, but like yeah. it's, dialogue is excellent and uh, kind of realistic as well. And I really, yes. it's a sweet movie. I loved it. Yeah. And I think you just said a word that I literally like about it. It's, it's a more realistic rom-com than those days of like the, the my like nineties, my best friend's <laughs> wedding, or even like, she's all that, those kinds of things. You know, there's no, I always say the typical, like running to save somebody at the end and give you that, that epic speech or anything like that. It's very, it's very tamed and trying to be um, more raw. And I mean, it's an indie flick. So uh, I, I love it. I love it. It gives me more of the vibes of an obvious child. <laughs> well, that's what I In love obvious about obvious time. child because it's very like there's no you know he doesn't rush to her at the clinic and is like oh Jenny I mean her name was no Donna, he just warms you know? her butter and she falls yeah, in he love just warms yeah. her butter he's like hey do you want to come here and watch a movie like that's how it ends it ends with them watching a movie on the couch very simple so and, and by warming her butter, that's a literal term. Like yeah, he warms a, a stick of butter. Thing. Yeah, warms yeah, a stick warms of like butter pack, at the dinner pack table. Of butter. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, but yeah, that's that's going on another great film. But plus one is just yeah, it's very realistic and so funny. Like it's just like I I I, I love it more and more. I've watched it probably like five times now. I could watch it again. You right, right. No, I I really enjoyed it, and it is uh something everybody should check out like the, yes. the director, the writer, and they just at this movie, I mean, they should make more similar stuff just because yeah. it's so good. And it's such an easy watch. I mean, this movie is only an hour and 38 minutes, so it's very easy to digest. Like it's, it's great. Um, so obviously initial reactions, you really liked it. Were, what were the best scenes to you? Any scenes stand out? Um, I guess the, 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 sp the spooning scene, I really liked the spooning scene when they couldn't figure that out. Uh, I really liked, and I love the scene with, uh, her family. Cause they're always oh. like her family's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I'm actually a big fan of the, like the, the clips of the speeches. Uh -huh. <laughs> the wedding speeches because i do think it's really but some of them just start out like they're so you know there's some that it's just like oh those jokes didn't land or the like getting emotional i just think they do a really also a real realistic interpretation of the the speeches like i think that have happened in weddings yeah no for sure for sure but yeah and i think other than that i actually really like the scene where um jack quaid is talking to his friend the guy from snl i don't know his name in real life but um you know who I'm talking about? Yes. yes yeah, yeah. So when they're on the bench and he calls him out and he tells him, you're always going to be that kid in the ice cream store who wants to try every flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Like that guy sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and so he's like, well, how do I know I'm going to choose like the, the best one? It's like, you don't like, you just go for it. Like he has, they have a really great discussion about like marriage, you know? And um, so it, it's yeah. good. It's, it was good. And the ending is super sweet and awesome. I, I, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that movie. And I that'd be one I'd watch again and again. Good, good. I'm so glad you liked it. I am so glad I liked it too. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> I was, I, well, you're welcome. My my worry that was that Brian was his uh feedback was going to be like, it's okay. That's what I hear you say. It's okay. I mean, 
there's better. What are you talking about? When we were watching it together, I was like, I fucking love this movie. No, 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 no. Before, before we watched it. Oh, before, before. I was like, okay, okay. No, no, no. I knew you were liking it when we were watching it. Before we watched it, I didn't know. Like, I, that's why I picked, I was like, at the very least, Brian will think it's okay. But (laughs) I had hoped. You you were exceeding my expectation because now you really liked it. So I was like, okay, cool. I, I think I think Susan goes into these blind watches thinking I'm going to hate everything. <laughs> no, no. I, I think when you pick some of these like horrors and whatnot, like torture, I think you're going to love those. Be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it, he's, he's yeah. you have surprised me because I, once you liked um, Geek Charming, I was like, OK. Okay. I did like Geek Charming. I know. Geek Charming was good. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, but obviously we clearly recommend plus one streaming on Hulu. Yep. Uh, good. Just definitely watch it, but I guess we can go into our honorable yeah. mentions. Go, go down to your nearest Hulu. Go down to your nearest Hulu. I was almost going to say, <laughs> go down to your that's nearest you, Hulu. That's how you should always say it. That's how it's yes. referred to now. You're right. You're right. I should, I should. And, and, <laughs> in reference to Hulu, we need to say, go down to your nearest Hulu. <laughs> He will always be remembered on this podcast. Like we will never forget him. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> that was like the best. Um, it was good. All right. So honorable mentions uh, to round this out of stuff that we've seen. So there's a movie called I Want You Back. And that is with Charlie Day from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Who else is in that? Jenny Slate. Um, It's actually an all-star cast because Jenny Slate, Gina Rodriguez, Scott Eastwood, um, there are some other like recognizable faces that I won't reveal. There's some really great cameos in there. Um, but this movie, I cannot gush enough about this. Obviously, as I've said many times everywhere, I am a rom-com fan, but I love it when a rom-com can break the formula and give me something original to like chew on. And this movie, yes, the plot may seem very whatever predictable, but there's again enough originality to the humor and the wit and the cast is so it's just like this everyone in the cast is fantastic this is the perfect valentine's day movie um i will be re-watching it easily around valentine's day um it's one of my early favorites for the year just i want you back it's going to be on amazon prime on february 11th watch it cool 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 and i'm curious uh and you're are you going to talk to jenny slate no, I'm getting to talk to Scott Eastwood and Clark Bacco. I think she's actually on Letter Kenny. Oh, yes, 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 yes. For yeah, sure. Yeah, those are who I'm getting to talk to. I wish okay. I wish I could talk to Jenny Slade again and Charlie Day, but they did not have time. I, I am doing a press conference with them though. Cool. So cool, we'll see. Cool. Um, yeah. And but you need to watch this movie, Brian. You have no, to watch it. I want to. I I I'm looking forward to it. I just haven't had time yet. I know I'll so like it. You didn't request a link for it. You didn't, you weren't interested. No, I was, I might have, and I just time got away from me and I couldn't do it. I, I can't mm. remember, but um, oh, yeah, okay. I want you back. I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to watching it. Um, yeah. Up next. Uh, I have, oh, I have Barry on here because Trevor and I just started what we just finished it. We just recently watched Barry on HBO max with Bill Hader. Okay. And okay. So that's what you were talking about. Oh yeah. yeah. No, that show is awesome. That show was awesome. We're late to the game. I was dragging my feet with it. Um, but exactly for the reason of this is because I don't know when it's coming back. And we just watched two seasons and I'm dying to know what happens next. So we got to wait God knows how long until the third season. And yeah. I how good is Henry Winkler in that show? 
<laughs> he's great, but I mean, Bill Hader, man. Yeah, Bill like, Hader. That so dude good. is, he is, if, if you want, he just solidified himself as such a talented actor, but also I know he like wrote and directed one of those episodes that was probably one of the best episodes. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, when is it? This is why I like to wait till the show is over and binge it later because I hate these hiatuses. I hate it. Yeah. Like, when is long. it coming back? No, nobody knows yet. See? Bullshit. I hate this. Yeah. Hate this feeling. But great show. Um, what is oh, Sex Lives of College oh, Girls again? So that's another one I watched recently on HBO Max. I actually binged this on New Year's Day. It is Mindy Kaling's newest show that we released in December. Uh, I love, obviously, Never Have I Ever. And that is definitely a more family-friendly series, which I still really love. Um, She loves to put in, like, that rom-com element to to these both these series. But Sex Lives of College Girls, and it's on HBO Max, this is definitely more R-rated. Kind of the vibes of almost like an American Pie kind of humor there. Um, But there's a lot of heart. Uh, Timothy Chalamet's sister, Pauline Chalamet, stars in it, who I had no idea existed. Man, is she funny. Um, But all four girls who are the leads are fantastic in this show. Top tier actresses and um, just really great writing, funny humor. Uh, Brian, I think you'd like it, too. I really do. I think you'd have a lot of fun with the show. I'll add it to the list for sure. I know. I know you probably got a pile of recommendations, but this one was an, I mean, I binged it in a day and then I watched the whole series again. So, and I'll probably do it again. Awesome. Um, And then of course the movie we both saw, which we both loved a hero. Um, Mm -hmm. Susan, take it away. Uh, Hero is Asghar Fahardi's newest film. Uh, He's won the Oscar two times for Best International Feature for A Separation and The Salesman. I don't think he's going to get it this year, this time, unfortunately. I think if I haven't watched Drive My Car yet, uh, but I hear that's the front runner. Uh, However, I think if that wasn't in the running, this would definitely take the gold because this movie is another fantastic piece of work by him. I just really, really love what he's saying about social media and the manipulation behind it. Uh, But also just the best thing about his work is how it feels like a thriller, but there is no like violence or killing or anything like that. It's just the situations he puts people in and they're so realistic, but it like puts you on the edge of your seat. God, he's so good. Um, But yeah, I mean, what did you, I'm, I'm glad you watched it. You liked it. Oh, no, I I really loved it. I think it was like just a great portrayal of somebody who made a mistake and the current position he's in trying to make it better for everybody around him. And in the media getting involved with social media, I just it's a it's a great take on something that can easily happen to anybody, I, I feel. Uh, and it just like, even that first opening shot of him climbing like this wall that yeah. is just parallel of him having to go through all these uphill battle. Like it's just, yep. it is, it yeah. is, it's on Amazon prime currently people. So definitely check it out. It is good. Um, I would mention if you have not watched yellow jackets on showtime yet, Jesus Christ, watch yellow jackets. It's first season is over. It's insanely good. Um, it is about a uh, high school soccer team, girls soccer team that's flying to a tournament. Their plane crashes. Uh, they are stranded for 19 months uh, without help. 
uh, and it takes place present day and then back when they were stranded in the 90s. Uh, it's excellent. And it is like, oh, my God, it is dark, thrilling horror. It, it's good. Uh, Christina Ricci is in it. Uh, uh, Juliette Lewis and Melanie Linsky. Uh, my goodness, please, please, please do. Good Yellow cast. Jackets. Yeah, no, it's, it's excellent. It's so good. Yellow I've definitely heard good things. Yeah, it's great. Um, also, season four, part one of Ozark is out with Jason Bateman and Lauren Linnae. It's the final season split into two parts on Netflix. It is fantastic and excellent. Also, the last final season of Afterlife with Ricky Gervais, season three is on Netflix. Just so good. It's like the ultimate greatness of grieving and oh, it's just mandatory viewing. It's wonderful. Um, let's Should see. we mention Reacher? Reacher's coming out uh, next Friday. Uh, yeah, on another Amazon Jack Prime. Reacher production. Uh, no Tom Cruise this time, but it, Christopher McCrary is an executive producer, and Alan Richson plays Reacher. And so far, it's pretty fun. He does a great job, honestly. Yeah. He he's very. Uh, I said this. I know we both got to speak with him, but I told him he is effortless in this role. Like he's a he's a natural. Like he, it's it's really. It's, it's well done. Um, I, I, I recommend it, it. I think it's, it's fun. It's fun. It is good. And then also um, the uh, next season, season three of um, The Servant is on Apple TV. Um, that is the M. Night Shyamalan show, which is still excellent and spooky. And also the reboot of Fraggle Rock is on Apple TV Plus now. And that is surprisingly and shockingly awesome. Uh, they have done a great job with the new Fraggle Rock. I definitely recommend that. Uh, yeah, those are the honorable mentions. All right. Yeah, that's everything, guys. That is uh, that is No BS with Brian and Susan podcast. We love that you're here. Um, we are uh, everywhere. You mean you're here? You're listening yeah, to us. So you know where to find media. us. Yeah. Google us. We're everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. We love you. Thank you. We'll be back next time with some more wonderful musings on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, Blind Watches, and Main Topics. So thank you so much. Thanks, guys.